This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno. And with me is Joshua Tiki, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solano McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. We're back. Back again. Back again. <laughs> So this week, um, we are going to be talking about um, a uh, Aikido journal post. We had a uh, listener who asked us a question um, about this particular post and what we thought about it. And so, uh, and it's, it's, uh, it sparked Rob, Rob Samarak. <laughs> his his name's Roy Sabarov. Roy Sabarov. Sorry, I'm terribly dyslexic. <laughs> he um, messaged us on our Aikido Discuss Facebook page. Uh, said, "Hey guys, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this article." And the article is Aikido: A Message and Mission for Our Times, and it's from Aikido Journal. Uh, and it was interesting because. Uh, we probably could have handled this in a different way. Like we could have just replied to him online and, you know, whatever. After we, but the uh, the article really sparked a lot of debate. Uh, debate. Conversation. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no from us. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so we thought, oh, man, it's probably worth uh, doing its own little uh, podcast about. So um, that is why we chose this particular topic today is because someone had asked us what we thought about it and we thought – um, there was a lot to kind of unpack in this uh, this piece. So I think unpack is a, is a good word. Um, I, and before we move forward, I just wanted to put out there because I know like um, it's easy to jump to conclusions about stuff. And I think our, our whole podcast is about not jumping to conclusions, hopefully, about things that we see or read. And so part of that is that we um, here don't mean to criticize uh Aikido journal in the sense of like we appreciate the work that people are putting into Aikido and that it's a, a yeah. resource for people online. So at the so, same time, right, we're right. not we're doing a disservice to the community if we're not all talking about the good points and bad points right, of right. what we're all right. saying. You know? Right. Exactly. So if something comes off as critical, uh, overly critical, it's definitely not meant to be. Um, you know, we we really. I am happy that I this article was pointed out to us because we have gotten some really good conversation out of it, if nothing else. Yeah, um, and, and that's and important. hopefully, yeah. yeah, and that's what everybody should be doing with yeah. each other, having yeah. good conversation, figuring out and what our martial arts. You know, and, and hopefully that uh, you know this podcast could maybe then spawn some conversations among people um, afterwards as well, among you know our listeners and and you know what they think. Maybe they think we're all full of shit and. Yeah, and so so if you want to read the the article, um... yeah. So uh, w- can you go ahead and set? Uh, you're all full of shit. Just go away. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> can you go ahead and uh, set set this up so people know? And maybe you you'll you can just read the the little intro uh, paragraph. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that people have an idea of of the put some context to what we're right. going to be discussing. Um. So it's um basically the article. Articles by Josh Gold. He's the uh, current um, person running Aikido Journal, uh, the online source for a lot of Aikido information and history. Um, And he stated, on November 10th and 11th, I had the opportunity to share the art of Aikido at Summit LA, one of the world's preeminent idea festivals. It's a, uh, like a a group of influencers, innovators, and thinkers. It's like a TED Talks junior, right? Yeah, like, um, yeah. yeah. And basically, um, there's like, you know, little uh, seminars and groups and things where they talk about different ideas. And uh, 
he said that he shared his story of Aikido uh, at this community. Um, and he said it resonated with CEOs of major corporations, people who held senior level White House petitions, world renowned entertainers and leading scientists. I guess those are a majority the of the people, attendees. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then he goes on to detail uh, what the, his story of Aikido that he shared is. And first of all, I have to say this is really cool because I think um, having putting a martial art in that context, in I think is really cool, you know, because um, I and I've often thought about this. Like I think someone should have, and maybe there is, and I just don't know. But a TED talk on on martial some sort of martial a couple, arts, yeah. Um, you know, because I've seen some some skateboard one Rodney Mullins and some other people have done TED talks on skateboarding, and and they've just been really kind of mind blowing. Um, so to to have someone out there and being and and discussing this in a forum like that um, is really cool. And I think when we talk about bringing Aikido into the future, this is the kind of thing that I think uh, helps that right is beginning to meet people where they're at and talk about the the art you know where where. Mm-hmm. The majority of pe- like where people are at, and as opposed to just like in our own little it, niche. If you want to know about it, come down to the dojo, or, right. or you know, do your Reddit subreddit Aikido and and find out about it. Um, so you know, I, I think it's really cool that he was able to be a part of this. I don't know how how that all played out for them, but um, that in itself is really. Cool. I want to I want to add something to that, but later because I don't want to derail this conversation. But but okay. later I want to talk about all you right. know like. Like what it means to to present uh, Aikido to the public and the ideas of yeah. Aikido to the public, but yeah, and that might be a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a couple feelings is. about that too, but I, I think maybe I want to save them for later because we'll I also don't want to yeah. derail the conversation. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I don't want to necessarily summarize this because no. I don't want to summarize right, it right, right. incorrectly because it. No, I think know. people. Uh, yeah, read so, the article, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go on yeah, Aikido no, journal, you need, read the article. I think everyone needs to go and read the article. Um, if if, they if have is any, it on so it's on our web yeah I think you can find it on Facebook uh, our Facebook yeah, Aikido discussed yeah. uh, um, I'll, I'll, if you can't we'll make sure what's yeah up we'll there. make yeah. it or something uh, yeah. yeah but yeah yeah and just go to Aikido Journal check yeah it out. just uh, and read it because I do I think there are some really good things uh, in it and uh, so let's let's maybe just start with um, you know we've all read it several times now. Um, just maybe basic basic thoughts in terms of uh, what he said and and how he presented it, um, and then we can get into some some sticky details about things as as we go. Well, I can share a couple quotes, um, and just that are popping out to me right now. Uh, one of the things that he points out and goes into is one of the things he starts a paragraph with is Aikido is not an quote unquote applica- application level training system. We are not teaching self defense or discipline. It's and a, it's an operation based <laughs> system. Um, and then uh, kind of talks about how uh, to change the relationship from a coercive relationship. Yeah, so read, can you find that? There was a, that really interesting, uh, mm-hmm. when we were talking about this before uh, we started recording, there was a really interesting quote that he said that, like, um, we Aikido had some really good conversations. gives you power over someone, but trains you to transform power over into power with. Okay, that's not the quote, Josh. Is that's not the quote? No, okay. No. The quote I was talking about was mm-hmm. the one that he says it changes the overall uh, uh, it, situation. It changes the situation like, so that they can't use their power over you, something like that. It's like mm-hmm. it, it's a transformative process that like, uh, I don't remember, but Let me see. if you can find There's that. a lot. Honestly, if you read the article, there's tons of 
very good, very yes. common right, right. what we believe about the right. philosophy of Aikido and, and how Aikido works. I think there's really some astute, uh, some things that are said, like you're saying, they're, they're very, none of it's uh, revelatory if you at all have done any study or, or whatever of Aikido. It wasn't as if there was anything in there um, really that, should shock anyone. and actually i think i can introduce this thing i wanted to say a second ago and it will not derail the conversation right All now right. but like um it, when you're presenting aikido to people who don't know anything about aikido you can say the aikido party line and it will be interesting to them yes because aikido is a different way of looking at stuff right, right. right and so so it's like you know when it's like oh it's great that you're presenting this to to brand new people and and i think it is you know like it's good to expose the martial art but, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but what they're all going to do is go, that sounds awesome. I guarantee you, for from here on out, for the rest of humanity, if you say the Aikido party line and there's something that offers that, people will go, that's interesting that's and awesome. Cool. Because yeah. it is. It right. really is. Right. It, we've yeah. proven that for, for 100 years now that right. people like that idea. And yeah, I would but, say to me, the overall feeling of the article that I got was that about 80% of you know his pr- presentation of Aikido to this group was um, – maybe 85 to 90 percent of this was just um saying what we always kind of say about aikido the, the party line you know um in maybe different <sighs> word formats with special right. like uh ceo uh corporate uh buzzwords, buzzwords. yeah buzzwords. Lots um, of buzzwords. and and so i i can maybe get on board with that <laughs> Well, I, I think that we don't. I mean, like, <laughs> like we share the story within maybe the martial art community, maybe. But mostly, I think we share the story within ourselves. Sure. And then we sure. argue about whatever that story right. really I mean, means. I think this is what's, so, what's awesome about showing it to the general public versus showing it inside is when you show it to the general public, they go, oh, cool. And so, like, look, if I tell you hey, there is a, a system of math we can use that will tell you how much space is inside a given object. People will go, well, that sounds useful. And you go, yeah. And then you can go about the process of teaching them how you find the area of a square or something, right? Okay, like that is something we can do with math. Now, if inside of math, we all knew that we really couldn't, right? We really couldn't find out what it is. We just, we actually didn't have that power. Uh-huh. Then when you tell it to other math people, we go, yeah, but we can't fucking find the amount of space inside it. All right. Yes. We are assuming things, I think, about this that like, so when I'm reading this and I'm looking at it in terms of like, what do you think about it? Like, for me, I'm looking at what is being said and, and, and how that's being transmitted. Um, and I'm sort of, you know, I don't know Josh Gold, so I don't I don't know his I mean, I can look at Aikido and see some videos and things and kind of get my own take on what his philosophies and and things are. Um, I really thought there were a lot of good points in this. I also did, though, think that there was a lot of, um, uh, like... Contradictory contradictory statements. Contradictory statements. So, you know, he's saying the, the thing that we all here can agree to be truthful, um... And it's like philosophy mission statement of Aikido, like the way we want to use their force against them. Right, right, all that stuff. Yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, At the same time, I think, you know, when you say stuff like, and I'll have to find it because I think it's it's a really, the martial techniques in Aikido can break bones and kill. They wield real power. 
And it's these very martial techniques that turn Aikido into a terror simulator, one that trains us at a fundamental level to have courage and faith to pursue collaborative outcomes in the face of real anxiety and fear. (sighs) That, to me, is a troubling statement in the context of the rest of what he's saying. Yes. Because if you're saying that, you know, we're looking at a martial art that... that, uh, um, allows well so first of all i don't think it's true like i don't think that the techniques in aikido are terror simulators can break bones and kill i just i don't i don't think i mean maybe someone would die maybe um (laughs) but that's not how the techniques are you like you know you that's not how they're used like i'm not using a technique to break your bone and and actually he says this later man uh, and I have to find this, but he talks about, you know, that they're, they're, um, uh, that the Aikido allows the other person, it transforms the, the interaction so that they do not want to use their power against you. Yeah. Now that or, is a really good statement. Right. And so that, if you go by that statement, it's then it becomes like, yes. And if they get their bones broken, it is because they chose. They chose to do that. That's th- right. So that has you, that you are not responsible for that. That's right. Right. Um, let's so, see if I can like find that. in in the article, you know, I I thought it mostly like so. I have some problems that are surface bullshit. My problems. They're they're Chris Hine problems, and they really got nothing to do with his speech. I'm just gonna say him just because I, I want to say him. But like, um, I don't like his use of buzzwords. I don't like his like. A uh, real Starbucks clean um, approach to talking to people like we just have this, you know. But that is just the world we live in. And I think – and when I said that to Josh, Josh was like, well, but that's the world we live in. And so that's the way you got to talk to people. And I think Josh literally has a good point, both of them. Um, really good point um, that that is where people are and so you need to meet. I just personally – I dislike that. But all that, my own personal crap aside, there are two problems I really have overall. One is ex- explicit and one is implicit. And, and and the explicit one is basically Josh Gold is saying that Aikido is a system wherein you train to have a lot of power. What A person that I would call a hammer or a crusher, right? Someone who is very powerful and can, can annihilate people. And then in that ability to annihilate, you choose not to and that's transformative. Right, so meaning, right. I have amazing power, right? You know, I'm a Ranger, Navy SEAL. I'm some kind of badass Tier One operator, and um, and so every time that I let someone slide or or help someone in a way that I don't destroy them, that's a transformative thing, right? right. And and so I have a problem with that on a bunch of levels when we're talking about Aikido. Um, that might be a. a, a an actual philosophy of how life could work, you know? And so, like, I think this country kind of runs like that a little bit, which is like, you we're America and we have all this military force. And so, kind of you that know. that speak softly but carry a big stick. Right. That's, yeah. Kind of and, 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 and you know, that's a fine philosophy. And, and I kind of have that philosophy myself a bit. But, but that is a personal philosophy. And I don't believe that's, or that's a philosophy of another system, I believe, and not of an Aikido system. Right. But that, that, that aside, and that's, I think that's explicit, right? The the implied thing about all that is that I'm not going to find a way to say this that's going to be nice and concise, but but basically that that I shrugged by the way, just so in case people because it's like that we are becoming 
these powerful creatures. So, right, not just that, like, that's how Aikido is solving the problem. The explicit thing is mm-hmm. we have awesome, amazing powers, and um, and we, we choose not to use them, so that's, you know, transformative. But then there is the we actually are full of crushers, right? Right, right. Aikido's right. not. All right, right. now, look, right. that's not my opinion. That's, that's true. true. Right. Yeah. There are people in Aikido who know how to crush. There are people who have studied other things and are really good at crushing. But Aikido does not make you a bone-crushing, killing monster. It doesn't. It You aren't going to get that from Aikido. And so uh, that implicit thing I really don't like, and that implicit thing is what he's using to, to allude to the proof of his explicit thing. Mm-hmm. And to me, both of those have a real problem in what the philosophy of Aikido is, personally. So here's the, here's the line. Uh, that I that I think is good and and I believe is a hundred percent true. Now we can get into it and um, point out where uh, the the there could be some logical jujitsu. <laughs> uh, okay, so, verbal aikido. So yeah, so he uh, so he was talking about jujitsu and judo, blah blah blah, and, and how they work. And then he says, in contrast, aikido. When a practitioner is faced with a powerful aggressor, transforms the conditions of the relationship so the attacker chooses not to wield their power against us in the first place. I think it's 100% true. That is 100% true. Now, I believe the problem comes in that word transforms and how— What the transformation is. What the transformation is. Now, you're seeming to think that— the rest of the article implies that transformation is done via wielding of power. When in truth, or in my truth, it's something else. Yeah, and and so this is what I think, uh, my own reading of Yuashiba would be that what Yuashiba would say is a universal power, like meaning that, you know, it's bad to stick your hand in fire. Right, a universal rule, It's if you bad will. to, right, like and, a... and that's not because the person is fire. What I'm not saying is that the person, so like, man, I don't know if I'm sounding like an esoteric weirdo, <laughs> but, but you know, that's like, fine. so like there's a universal truth that like some things hurt. In Aikido, the goal is not to become the person who's the something that hurts, but to if someone wants to attack me, you're going to have to choose to go through something that hurts, not because it comes from me. I'm not a bone crusher, right. but like I am low or I am fast or I am far or I am in all kinds of positions. That... Or I'm behind a pit of spiders exactly. and you have to walk through yes. the pit of spiders yes. to get to me. Yes. That's the, and I know it's, that, sounds, that sounds it silly. It sounds insane when you say it. It but... sounds insane, but I, I get exactly what you're saying, which is like this is my problem with this statement here is it's it's a totally true statement if you understand what's totally going true on. and 100 percent uh real and the thing that we should be telling people well but but here's what but. people think people draw crazy <laughs> right. conclusions right. Right? right people draw right. crazy conclusions right. from that which is that like aikido is going to teach you how to fuck somebody up right but see here's the thing look so the thing we is no, hold on <laughs> so <laughs> someone can get fucked up in an interaction where Aikido is being done, but it's not because you're trying to right. fuck them up. Right. It's maybe That's because Josh say. Yeah, yeah. they're they're tripping or yes. they fell and they fell yes. badly, and it's and they, they because they chose to come to you. I had to maybe kokunaga you to get the fuck out of there, right. and you fell and you f- broke your wrist on your because you fell right. bad. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But it's not because I smashed you against right. the ground. It's because you fell down right. trying to get me. Now, I personally don't believe we uh, should. Uh, we we can't bend ourselves to how we think other people are going to interpret this thing. 
Like, if we're saying the truth, we're say, we can say the truth and let people know it. But that means we have to be responsible to understand it ourselves. Right. And that's yes. where right. my problem with this comes in, where it's like, if you're going to say that, then you can't also, you know, talk about the techniques of the art can can kill people. To me, so he can, he can. So look, I mean, I think I think you're exactly right, man. Which is, he believes that the way that transformation is right, right. happening is through his power. So, so you're, you're you're guilty of that same thing, right? Where you're like, well, the statement is true, right? No matter how we cut it, that statement that you know it transforms what what whatever transforms that. the conditions of the relationship, right? So the other person chooses to. No, so... Right, so the attacker chooses not to wield their power against us. Right, exactly right. Okay, now you can say they choose not to wield their power against us because I'm a badass motherfucker and I shoot people, right? So we could say that, and I think that's honestly basically what Josh Gold's saying, which is like, we are so powerful, we're killers and bone crushers, so if you choose to fuck with me, bro, I'm gonna hurt you. Or you could say, we put ourselves in a position that doing that is not a good idea for you. Now, look, that could be as simple as standing next to a cop. And someone right, goes right, like, right, right. oh, well, if I fuck this guy up, the right. cop's going to arrest right, me, right? right. right. And, and that's, a, that's an example where I am not the badass. Right. I'm just choosing it's to put myself using, in a good it's position. It's understanding the structure of the world, the structure of a situation to your advantage. Right. Yes. Not because and that's what some... I mean by the universal power. It right. Sounds yeah, weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Using it's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Using the makeup of the world to your advantage rather than I am specifically me, am a badass, and I intimidate you, and I'm making you question whether you want to come fuck with me. Right. You know? One of the, one of the little things I like to, to do in the dojo to kind of explain this to new students is I'll take a cone, like, you know, we got these little, like, yellow, orange cones, and I'll throw it on the ground. And I'll say, okay, pretend that I know that cone's there, and you don't know that cone's there, and um, that cone's a landmine. Okay, and I'm standing, you know, 15 feet away from an attacker, and then I tell the attacker to come get me, and I position myself so the the person attacking me has to walk over the cone, right? And you know, I tell everyone in the class, I'm like, why did that happen? They're like, well, because they didn't know that was there. It's not just because they didn't know it was there, and it's not just because it's an explosive mine. It's because they didn't know it's there. It's explosive mine, and they chose to attack me, and I put myself in position for them to hurt themselves, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want to if, – if they chose at any moment not to attack me, the, the, mine, the mine wouldn't blow up, right? right? So, like, it's not that I'm a badass. It's that I am putting myself in tune with the universe. I'm looking at everything in the world and saying, what can help me in various situations, yes. right? So, the, in, in some ways, that power is outside of ourselves, but that power comes from accepting that you and the person are in a relationship. And that's another thing Josh Gold says in the article, which I think is great, is like understanding that yeah. there is not an attacker and a defender. There's a relationship and there's an attack that happens inside the relationship. He says that somewhere and it's great. I mean, yeah. it's a great line. But but how we yeah. interpret these things playing out, and that's that's my my problem with when you tell the philosophy of Aikido to people, they go, wow, that sounds awesome. But then when we hash out the details of how it plays out, right. that's where we run into that's problems. Well, and that's my other, you know, another sort of issue that I have with this. is like, so, you know, even if we... You know, and, and we can quibble about individual like lines and stuff that are being said. But even if we generally accept this as like, yes, this is um, a good sort of summary of what we would like the art to do as we're moving forward. Okay, then we have to be responsible to actually do that and train that in um, in our dojos, on our websites, in our interactions. And so if we're not doing those things, if we're for, like trying to, you know do other stuff 
we're actually doing ourselves a disservice because then the people who are attracted to this and they come in and they want right. to see this are, are getting something else. And it's like, well, but why am I coming here uh, and you're going to teach me how to do this stuff when I could just go get that from jiu-jitsu or judo or, or And that's exactly what's happening or, in the Aikido community right now. People MMA. are like, oh, shit, to get what I thought I was going to get in Aikido, I've got to go to jiu-jitsu. And that's because once they're in, they forget about the original reason they were attracted. And the original reason they were attracted is what is being said over and over in this article. And that's good. Right. But you think the way in which you're going to manifest that right. philosophy is through getting really powerful. And so you get into Aikido and you get start getting the philosophy. And then you go, well, but wait, I've got no power to wield. And, and, and wielding power is how I'm going to make this shit happen. So I've yeah. got to get the power. Where do they have power? Oh, in MMA, they have power. In BJJ, they have power. And whatever, they have power, you know? So I need to go do that stuff. It's different. The philosophy of Aikido and the techniques of Aikido are interlocked. You can't pull them apart. Like you could, but it just would make no sense anymore. Right. And and this is this is in my opinion, this article is illustrating half of Aikido, and then the other half it's alluding to doesn't exist. You know, if you study Aikido, I hate to break your feelings, but you're never going to become a crusher of people. We know that for a fact because other than people who have done other stuff, there are no Aikido crushers of people. Right. It's- and. And, Very difficult to find people well, that, you and, know. And I think the, the, what they would say is we don't see it because we don't show it because... Because we're better because than that. Because we're better than that. Right. That's the other assumption that I don't really like in all of this. Is <coughs> like, shit. Um, well, and I mean, but that's the other assumption in all this, that, that the sort of underlying thing of, um, yeah, but... There's always the yeah, but and and you have a lot of uh, what well, we could and, if we wanted to. right. And this is not just in, in with Aikido people. You know, like I know uh, I have talked to a lot of people who have studied you know whatever their kung fu or whatever they studied karate or whatever. Um, and it's always like, well, I've never had to use this stuff, but if I needed to, you know, you won't the be able and to. the and but part of it, yeah, right? You won't be able to. And, um, and uh, real quick, I just like to say why you won't be able to. Like it's like these are like mathematical proofs. You could figure these things out real quick. If you've never been in that type of situation, you don't know what that situation's like, and you will not do well in that situation, right? So even if you studied all the information, right, go to business school and learn about businesses, and then try to run a business. Your first year is gonna suck. You're not ready for it. The information alone wasn't enough, right? Like you've got to actually learn the skills of doing it. So if you're like, man, I've been studying karate for 50 years and I've never been in a fight in my life, but I'm sure if I was in a fight, I would do really well. Probably not because you don't know how to access that information in the actual situation. Now, uh, I will say uh, that Josh Gold actually in the, at the very end of this um, tells this story. Um, and it's an awesome story and it's the exact thing that we're talking about, which is, um, you know, he's he's uh, he's talking about uh, one of his teachers who had this interaction. This guy came in, he had a knife, blah blah blah, um, and uh, the instructor didn't like wrestle him down, break his arm, like whatever. She said, um, you know, I don't know, whatever she said. She just told him like, hey, you don't want to do this or whatever. They had some kind of conversation, and then then he uh, he left, right? Um, mm-hmm. Or they had, you know, their conversation. Sounds like Aikido. Um, Right. So it's interesting that, um, you know, he says that we study these techniques that can break people and murder people or whatever. Uh, And then the story that he uses to um, describe the the actual story that he because you could he could have told a bunch any number of stories, I'm sure, sure, about people. The one he chooses to tell is the one that involves no physical 
Right, interaction happening. Interaction. Right? Now, we could make the argument, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit, that Josh Gold's using that story specifically, and it does go exactly in line with everything he's saying because he's saying that the confidence that Aikido instructor had from training to uh, be a master crusher meant that, that she didn't have to be a master crusher because um, she had the confidence and that showed through to the guy, right? Like, so, I mean, I think that's a, a valid thing to say. Well, right, but, I mean, he... I'm only going by what he says, and he doesn't doesn't never makes that specific point in here. He does make the point in the article earlier, though, because he talks about how um, through learning these skills, this terror simulator stuff, that's um, that enough. gives you right, the right, confidence right. Sure, in yeah, order yeah, to yeah, do yeah, that. And so I think that story is an allusion to that, which is like you the know, fact that she didn't freak out when he pulled right. out a knife, etc. That's right. So forth. That's yeah. right. Um, and and I think there's absolute truth in that. The problem is. If you get into those situations often, right? So like this happened to me. Um, you get into situations that are, are high-end physical conflict and then you realize I can't do the techniques of Aikido, right? Like I can't do them because they're not available to me here because they're not struggle techniques, right? Like that's the reason why you can't use them, right? And so it's like then instantly your confidence will be destroyed. Right. And I think that we see a ton of Aikido people now who have gotten a fight or thought about fights or seen fights or something's happened. And they've gone, oh, shit, I couldn't use Sankyo in a fight like I think I can. Right. And so because I can't in use it in a fight situation. like I think – Right. Because I can't then, – then it doesn't have – I don't have that confidence anymore. And then that would deflate you. You right. know what I mean? Right. And so I think learning Aikido with, without this idea that you're going to become a master crusher is better. Right. Because you will know that it's true all the way through. And right? to me, that's why no matter – you know, like reading this, like I was saying earlier, like – that you know about 80 90 percent of the article is all like he, josh gold's making statements that i are i'm like oh yeah i can get on board with that that totally tracks i makes sense i'm, right. I'm here that's yeah, what we sense. do that's i keep a philosophy right. totally he talks about i'm it. like here, there you go this is you know saying exactly what i would say you know maybe different words but same same you know core um, but then the other, you know, five, 10 percent of the statements, including the ones that are like, oh, Aikido can break bones if it really wanted to. And, you you know, getting have power over somebody else. To me, that undermines the other 80, 90 percent of what you've said. Not because um, I don't know. I mean, like it's complicated, but you I think when you're presenting something to the outside world, you have to at least a little bit think about how it comes off to people, how it, um, you know, wh- how what people's um, uh, comprehension level is going to be of what you're saying. And, and and that's confusing. It's contradictory. And and so the, the conclusions that people are going to draw is confusing, you know, including within and without the community. And that's what gets us to the point where people come in thinking that they're going to somehow be able to crush, but also be peaceful. And like, and that gets... Aikido students who are one year in and then going, well, I don't, I'm, I'm not learning how to do what I thought I was going to well, do. You know what I mean? You know, there's something like, else that I think that we should be uh, discussed in, and I think this might get back to something. At one point in time, um, it, you needed to be a crusher. There, like you know, there, it would be beneficial to you to be a crusher because you lived in situations where that those things came up like sure you know yeah, every right. day is a struggle okay. you might fucking die right um so in those situations it really would pay off to have those skills and the aikido skills on top of it. sure we don't for the most part most of us um and most of the people listening to this probably live in a rather peaceful society right you don't have to be a crusher anymore right like 
if you, you know, and I think that most people who are crushers, I'm putting that in quotes, um, don't understand it in the way that it was understood for the fucking samurai or a knight or, right, you know, right. even. That's why you uh, put it in quotes. Because even it's a like, fucking. There's different to what a, even, what a badass is now is different than what a badass was even 150 a, years even ago. Even a dude out in the Wild West, right? Right, right, right. Um, so you that's a choice that you're making so part of this also is like look we don't have to we don't have to have that other part of it in fact mostly you're not going to ever get to use that other right? part of it um it, so this is a lot of people will argue you know about the struggle the struggle arts or whatever you know the, the you should learn jujitsu because you know fights go to the ground so you want to be able to to protect yourself down there um whatever um and that's cool um but and I could spend a lot of time doing that and really only getting uh, very minimally. I mean, I could get good, but at that very small thing, or I could spend more time learning to never let myself get to the ground. Now, well, which of those what's seems, a better skill set? What's which seems like a better skill set? Yeah. So I think that's something that like it kind of gets part of the thing with all this too is like. People don't understand. You can't make a complete martial arts system, right? Like, because it's just too fucking big. Like, you can't... No one would get what you want out of it, right? Right. So, like... So, martial arts systems are broken into chunks of things. And that address specific contexts. Right. And, right. So, if you want to learn punching stuff, go learn punching stuff. You want to learn whatever stuff you want to learn, helicopter piloting, whatever it is you want to learn. <laughs> right. Go fucking learn that. And you can. And then you become a more complete martial artist. And whether you could become a complete martial artist or not, I mean, I would I would make the guess that no, you never could be. Right, because, right. you know, so it's like you look at someone like uh, Tim Kennedy, who's fucking super badass, tough dude. He was hanging out with some fighter pilots. And then he... He felt like a pussy, you know, because right, he's, he he's like, well, I can't fight fighter pilots <laughs> right, right, like these yeah, guys yeah. can. And that's a guy who spent his whole life being a tough guy badass, right? Okay, so there, there's always going to be limits to that. So you can't expect any system to give you everything. Right. So what Aikido focuses on is a set of skills that literally transforms the situation into ideally a non-conflict situation. And it tries to do that non-physically. Right. Yes. Now, if you want to learn physical skills, then learn that stuff. I've done it. Josh has done it. Maya's done it. We've all done it because we care for ourselves about being more complete martial artists. But don't try to make Aikido more complete because it's going to be too big to manage. It's already a really unwieldy system. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think, I, I don't know, for me, um, overall with this article, I, um, and this is, like Chris was saying earlier, this is more my own shit than actual, like, a, a good critique or something. Which is an important thing to, to <laughs> note. And, no, I mean, it really is an important thing, and it's something to keep in mind that, like, you know, everything that you're going to be seeing and reading and, and someone who asks us our Opinions. opinion, mm-hmm. it's going to be... You're going to get some of it's that. It's going to get filtered by yeah. our own shit, so... Yeah. Yeah, I, and my own personal shit is that I, I there's just something that sits wrong with me personally about um I, I was telling Chris this a while back that like TED talks annoy me that I, and and he was like why they seem really like informational and interesting and fun and like it's not like individual TED talks I have enjoyed um, because I think they're fun ways to to get some information and you know be introduced to an idea, but I always at the end feel like, what did you actually even say? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they're always mm-hmm. like about you know ten fifteen minutes long, mm-hmm. if that, and um, it's just such a like a 
quick cursory glance at a subject that mm-hmm. I don't feel like I get much out of it, you know? And, and, and it's funny because Chris's response to that was, well, to me, that's just a spark. It's a right, spark right. for me to go learn that, more about that right. subject. That's 100%. And it's funny because, you know, Chris has got a very inquisitive nature. And so he's like, when he sees something, he's like, well, let me research way more about that. Let me get into it and really understand the nitty gritty details of this thing because I'm interested. And for me personally, at this point in my life, I don't always have a lot of time to do that. And I'm maybe not quite as inquisitive as Chris is, you know, naturally. Um, But for me looking at it, it's just like, well, I mean, I don't really feel like you gave me that. Like you just made a bunch Didn't of hot, hot buzzword statements that that made me feel like, ooh, for a second. Yeah. But then when I sat back and thought about what did I actually learn from this, very little. But see, you I know? don't. I, and, and so to me, this reminds me of that in terms of using lots of hot, interesting buzzwords and, um, you know, making me feel good while I read it. But then afterwards going, what actually did you tell me but that's i think that's the key to all these ted talks and everything is is that what you're saying is mm-hmm. and, and what chris is feeling with uh-huh. it which is like it's not about um it's not about informing necessarily it's right. about sparking the curiosity and that's yeah. about that's, that was that a, and so and to me like that this hit perfectly because it says all these things um that really i mean and we know it because we all had this is going to be a 45 minute podcast or whatever it is but there was three other hours that everyone else missed that we weren't recording when (laughs) we were talking about this very thing in various ways. So um, that's what it's for. And I think it's really good. And I'm glad that the person asked the question of us because now we can't, and I'm sure they had the same thing is they're reading it and they're like, Oh, this is great. I don't, a hundred percent know exactly what right. this all right. means. And that's, but, that's, that's the thing that I you know. said, you know, I don't want to derail the conversation that at the very beginning is like, that should be easy for any Aikido instructor to right, go up right. and get people interested in Aikido yeah. because that shit is cool. Right. It's cool to talk about like some powerful dude and we, we find a way to resolve this right. without anything happening and they don't want to use their power and all the stuff that he says in that is awesome. And that stuff's been around forever. The problem gets to six months, two years in right. when you start questioning like wait a minute how does it actually do how does it actually work right right. and to me the the transform part again i think is really important (laughs) and a good point like and what triggered me about this is understanding the larger context in which this exists the behind the scenes the iq to community part that the people going to that you know presentation maybe don't see because it's brand new to them um is that like what scares me is that no one ever gets past those right, fancy right, statements. Right. And, and, and I, I, I see people all, all the time, you know, talk a lot but say very little about Aikido. You know, use lots of words that sound amazing and, and, and descriptions that make me feel good. Um, but then once you delve into them, you're like, okay, well, what do you mean by this? Like, what do you actually, what are you actually saying? Right. And, and that's, I think, what has been the drawback. And that's why we haven't moved forward in the past however many years is we got stuck somewhere just feeling good right. for a long right. time. Right. And, and that, I, like, we got we to gotta do something else, you know? It's not working. No, I think it definitely is the, the uh, uh, how you begin to apply those ideas. Right. To um, me, like, what, what has to happen now so. is we need to have lots of internal dialogue. Yes. You know, like, yes. we, can, we, can, we can make the public go, hey, that's neat. 
Um, or we could be sad that the public goes, hey, Aikido shit or whatever. Right, right, whatever. Fuck all of that. Fuck right. either impressing them or not. Um, yeah. Uh, but like, Truthfully, let's the, talk. The public doesn't know. They To them, it's karate. You know, like. Sure, of or course. whatever. Yeah. And taekwondo so you can say whatever, or whatever. And people who right. like that are going to like that. And people right. who don't like that are not going to like that. I mean, I don't know how many people who know nothing about Aikido who go, oh, it's traditional martial art. Fuck that. Right. Right. right? And I know people who go, oh, it's traditional martial art. Oh, cool. you guys sit right, on top right, of right. mountains and float on clouds. Um, so, so like, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I we do, but. In some ways, I don't care about the public. I care about the public if they've come to Aikido yeah. and they've started studying it. Then it's like, all right, man, let's talk about this, you know? Yeah. So to me, we need to have a dialogue inside right now. Right. And and I would like to say thank you to Josh Gold Sensei um, for, for not only having this, uh, this uh, thing he had, um, but also writing to us about it and talking about it and, and running the day-to-day stuff of Aikido Journal because it's awesome to have Aikido people contributing to the community. Yeah. Um, but also, I feel like I wouldn't be contributing to the Aikido community if I didn't say how I felt about yeah, that. Right? For sure. Uh, Especially so- when someone asks you know right um and we have these conversations all the time and we wouldn't probably necessarily air all of them uh we don't air all of them yeah um and that's fine i mean that's you know that's fine good um but if someone asks about it uh, you know and we had some discussion about should we blah 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 and it's like, no, it's, this is a thing that is out in the public, and, and so it needs to be looked at in the same way that this podcast needs to be, you know, if someone wanted to listen to this podcast and then tell us where how, we fucked where, up, then yeah, let's talk about it. You know, we can have that discussion, and, and we shouldn't be upset that someone is choosing to, to critique it or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where we're at right now is we've got to ask each other real questions and say – you know, really think about those questions and try and answer those questions. And if we don't have answers that make sense, not just answers, because it's easy to just come up with a answer, but to come up with answers that jive with what we're saying, that are consistent, that are non-contradictory, then uh, that will help us start to flesh out what we're doing and be able to talk to the the public when we're ready. Here's a question. Uh, Let's say you had been invited to this uh, thing. How would your and and so i think that there were there was also some sort of demonstration portion of this so he actually took some people through some uh you know gave them a class or whatever i think that's um what happened but how would you how would you have changed is there anything that you would have changed um and we've talked about it a lot but um in how you would have presented this to those I mean, people. I don't know what he actually showed. I mean, and the stuff he said is the stuff you say. That's that Aikido. Correct, That's the right. philosophy of Aikido. Yeah. The difference is, I, I would, I would probably n- not say anything about crushing anyone's bones or killing anyone, or um, because that's not what Aikido does. What I would do is show simple ideas that are true, and they're true all the time, right? So, like, if someone cannot get close enough to me to touch me, they cannot hurt me. It does not matter if they're a big, strong monster. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what. If they cannot get close to me, then they can't hurt me. And so, the first thing I would teach is the, the skills of Ma'ai and how right. we keep distance, which, by the way, is consistent with how Aikido is always taught. But like explain why that's a power, right? Like right, explain right. how that not is, being in physical contact. That is a powerful right, thing, man. Right, yeah. And then uh, then explain the idea of if they want to attack me and I move somewhere that's not beneficial for them to attack inside of, they're going to be less likely to attack me, right? And that's a power. Wherever I move, if they want to attack me, they have to move too, which means you have to follow me wherever I go. The and power of an asymmetrical, you know. That's exactly right. You not wanting to get them back gives you a power that's over them exactly because they right. have to come to you. 
you. That's exactly right. And so, so, and that's in Kimasubi, right? Like, so there's a connection. I understand what you want. You, you, you're trying to get me. And so I can use your ideas to take you wherever I want to take you, right? So I don't run at you and fight you. That's a stupid idea. I move wherever I want you to have to move, right? Next um, to a police officer. Exactly right. <laughs> whatever it is. Um, yeah. And then, you know, explaining the ideas of suppression and why suppression has to happen inside of distance and how that's ekyo and how that transforms into other things, right? So like, this is the, this is the, 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 the tack I would take and the tack I take now, you know, so I taught a similar class at Combat Con where I'm introduction to Aikido class, right? And that's the tack I take because I don't want people to think that like you have to do a shionage and there's some magic in shionage because there's not and there's nothing wrong with shionage. When you need shionage, you need shionage. But there's a whole bunch of stuff before And, and that. understanding that shionage is not you. No. Uh, you know, shionage is the person attacking, not stopping the attack as you're moving right and you moving into a position that unbalances them that's right and that is the technique and right. that is different than you doing shionage yeah. you know right. yep. doing in yep. quotes yep so, so i mean you know like i said i i think we should try as best as we can not to shit on each other and especially not to shit on each other personally right you know so yeah. not say you know i don't like sensei wise technique because there's no sensei wise as far as i know no, by the way might be. um you know i don't and like we apologize sensei's right now. a b and c i don't <laughs> like them um because uh you know they're a dumbass and they don't know how to fight or whatever yeah. like we got to stop doing that shit and what we need to do is non-personally talk about why do you think that fits why yeah. do you think that doesn't fit and then realize what we all share because when we figure out what we share we can grow as a community all right where are we at our time wise are we uh, 44 uh, minutes 45 seconds yeah so see what i did go. i said it was 45 boom and we he knew it he's yeah. a future teller yeah i tell future, future teller uh, sometimes i just get quiet and it's just because i'm like oh, i'm thinking, thinking yeah. and like i you know i know i, I hope uh, my hope is that there that people listen to our podcast uh, and they're driving around their car or whatever that they're uh, like yelling yeah. <laughs> at the at the car or, or in their mind like they're going I want to do that and trying to interrupt us that's because that's how I listen to stuff and so <laughs> if that's you let us know yeah that, that's... all right let's go ahead and uh, uh, thank our uh, awesome patrons. patrons and first uh, let's thank again uh, what was the um, who uh, sent uh, over the uh, question uh, I totally. Uh, Spaced, uh, Roy uh, uh, Sabarov. Roy Sabarov. Thanks Thank for you that so much. awesome yeah. uh, and, and hopefully, uh, suggestion. And, and you know, uh, leave a comment on this and let us know what you think, uh, Roy, uh, whether or not, you know, we answered the question appropriately. Man, um, I so often something. wonder when people ask us to talk about stuff and we're done. I'm like, well, I, 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 I said uh, what I think on right, that, right. but I don't know if I answered that person's question or not. So. Um, and then also thanks again to Josh Gold um, yeah, for, for, sure. for all the work at Aikido Journal. And being and, out there and in front because exactly that's the other right. thing. Look, uh, it is difficult to be um, kind of out there and, and in in the spotlight, in, in the front of a, a community moving forward. Like that's a difficult position to be in um, and to, you know, take over Aikido Journal. And, yeah, it's um, a lot you of know, work, man. It's, it's a lot of work shit. and it's a lot of stuff and, and just being that person – um, that takes a lot, so you know it, it. It that is something that should be applauded. You know, absolutely from, from that. Yeah, and so. thank you for doing that and giving us something yeah. to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. All right, um, patrons. So, yeah, um, we got a, we got several we got a new new, new patrons. What? Let me see. Um, so Chris always sends us a screenshot to our little discussion group that the three of us have, and it's always, we always go hell yeah woo. So fist bump emoji. Fist bump emoji. Yeah. Um, so two. I think this last week Scott Burns. And uh, Francis 
Corden. All right. I hope I'm saying those names correctly. Let me know if I am not. Um, so our full list of patrons, thank you guys so much. We thank really you appreciate much. you. Like every time is always like, oh my God, people are like giving us a little bit of money every month to do this. Like yeah. that's it's crazy. Great. It's awesome. That's going um, directly to, where? I don't know where, <laughs> back into buying hard drives and whatnot. Yeah, so actually that's, that's real Continue talk. to paying Paying so up. SoundCloud can have I wish it was something and- good. Denny's or something. <laughs> but it's like we go through all this work. I wish work. it was like a Maserati. Yeah, like right. a, this is what I'm like saying. We go through all this work like to a... thank our, our lovely patrons, and you're just like, I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could buy some. <laughs> like a Gucci belt with right, it. Something. Like... <laughs> I would never wear a Gucci belt. You would. So. I probably would, would if it was sporty. You know, <laughs> if it looked good. If it was kind of hip. If it was yeah. a cool. seatbelt belt. Um, yeah, if it was a, one of them. Yeah, for sure I would. <laughs> Get on that Gucci. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you so much to Rob Kitson, John Smith, Francis Corden, woo, and Scott Burns, woo, uh, Ascension Center, Barrett Lippy, Yuli Simgu, Matt Mumford, Lenny Acuna, Urbano, Randy Stewart, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Jim Sullivan, Marcin Chis, Hillary Jones, Franz Martinson, uh, Brian Crowley, Thomas Polino, Floor Hanowick, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Jim Gallant, Genghis Galahad, Matt Riley, Dave Dewberry, Okan Ayrton, Constantinos Andrew, Christopher Aceto, and Grant Templin. Bam. Thanks, Man. guys. We that was the fastest I've up. ever read That's that. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> At the end, it's going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, micro machines. Remember micro machines? Oh, I do. Yeah, you don't. Oh, you I, don't know I, a I damn totally thing about micro machines. Wow. <laughs> oh, anyway, micro machines and talk fast. Yeah. Um, tip of the week. Tip of the week. Go read this article. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is actually a really yeah. good tip. Read this article. Yeah. Talk about it in your dojo. Talk yeah. about it with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. See what. See what see you what like you and think. don't like yeah. about it. If you yeah. think right. we said something stupid, talk to us about it. Yeah. And think about how you maybe would, pre- if that was you up there on that stage, how would yeah. you present how would you IQ? Present, yeah. You know? yeah, that's a for good sure. And if you're not question. sure, I mean, that's a good place to start thinking about it, you know? Um, I think it's it's really difficult to put yourself out there. Um, in You know, whether that's talking just to your friends about your opinions or talking on the internet or going out in front of people who have no idea what the heck this thing is that you're talking about. That's like a big It's step. a big deal. It's hard. It's a, you know, um, it's a, like a, it's a part of you and you're moments, sharing yeah. it. It's a stress-inducing right. moment. So. And, then, and, and, and the thing that he uh, was doing, you know, at this this thing is different even than doing a demonstration, doing a seminar, doing like whatever. Mm-hmm. So to be able to put something together specifically yeah. with these particular people that are going to be in the yeah. audience in mind, um, I think that also is really cool, you know, to yeah. be able to do that. So it's yeah. a skill. And even if, so. if just as a uh, brain teaser for you, if you're not going to go do that at some point, just to think about yeah. is puts you in a different mental place to to go, shit, what would I say? Right, How right. would I put that together? Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's it. Talk at you next week. Yeah, we will we'll talk at you next yeah. week. All right. Hey, hey, somebody's calling. <laughs>